God's grace, peace, and mercy be with you on this 11th Sunday after Pentecost. In Jesus' name, amen. Fourteen years ago, Nintendo released a new video game system called the Wii. I'm sure you all probably ran right out and bought one, right? No, but my guess is some of your kids may have bought one for your grandkids, and maybe they made you play this thing when you went over to visit. It's the type of video game where your movements with the controller, you know, you would hold these controllers and they would make things move the same way on the screen. And a popular game for this was the sports package, which included bowling, baseball, golf, and tennis. You know, you would, you would swing the controller in your hand and you could hit the tennis ball with your racket or swing the club and hit the golf ball into the woods. That's usually where my golf ball ended up. And I don't remember the name of this other game, but it was like a fitness game or a, a, a trail run game where you, you run along with the, you know, you pretend to run with the controllers in your hand and it looked like you were running on the TV screen. And there was a guide in front of you, a person running in front of you. And if you ran too slow, your guide would slow down and wait for you. But if you went too fast and got ahead of the guide or the leader, you would fall down flat on your face on the, on the screen. It looked like you'd fall right down into the dirt. You had to follow the leader or things would go terribly wrong. For this past week of vacation Bible school, 40 or so children in our community learned how God leads us through this trail of life, so to speak, and how much God gives us the riches of his love and mercy. We learned about how God flooded the earth to wash it clean of the sin which had built up on it after the fall of creation. And we heard how God led Noah and his family through the flood waters to dry ground. We learned how God led Moses and Israel by giving them his commandments. And how these commandments work for us today. We learned how Jesus invited his disciples to drop their fishing nets, to drop whatever they were doing, and follow him and fish for people. We learned how Jesus leads the way with his healing, even for those who are or feel like outcasts. And because young children are often taught that Jesus is our friend, which is true, I led the children in learning more about Jesus in a deeper way. I showed them from John that Jesus is more than just our friend. He's our shepherd, our door to heaven, our redeemer, our advocate, and so forth. Through our short time together, my aim was for us to see more clearly the depth of God's love for us in His Son, Jesus Christ, our good shepherd, who laid down his life for us and rose to new life on Easter. Jesus leads us to the depth of the riches of God. Jesus leads the way for us to eternal life. We don't always care to follow him, though, do we? Sometimes we wander off on our own. Sometimes we want to have it our own way. Sometimes we even tell God how things should be according to what Luther called 
Madame Wiseacre, which was a medieval pseudonym for the sin in us, which often tells us the way to go over God's wisdom. Our text today from Romans chapter 11, verse 33, a familiar verse we've heard on Sunday many times. I've included the verses around it which don't get read on Sundays because I want to give verse 33 a fuller context when Paul says, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how impossible to understand are his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Let's back up to verse 25 for a second. Lest you be wise in your own sight, I want you to understand this mystery. A partial hardening hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob And this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. And the covenant Paul speaks about, of course, is Jesus Christ. Sometimes we try and counsel him, Jesus. When we seek to lead God, we end up in the wrong place, on the wrong path, sometimes flat on our face. Now, you know... I know some of you, when it comes to VBS, you've been there, done that. You know, I've seen the pictures. You were VBS leaders back in the day. You remember what some of these children were like. It doesn't matter if you have 240 kids or 40 kids at your vacation Bible school. You're going to have that one child with a serious case of oppositional defiance. I hate God. And you're like, you know, you're just a nice church person with, who's here to teach the little children about Jesus with, to their smiling faces, and instead you get, I hate God. The last thing you want to do is overreact, right? Because you're just playing into her game. She's looking for a reaction because that's what she does at home with her parents. And now there's a new adult to mess with and see what kind of reaction she can get. I hate God. Man, I had that ringing in my head all week. It's hard to get out of your head when you hear that from a seven-year-old. Now, let's be honest. In most cases, it's a developmental thing, right? It's a phase. You know, it's also sin and could be downright unbelief. A child who has no fear and knowledge of God will, of course, go her own way. And the reaction I've settled on over the years is just to look him or her in the eyes and say, that's sad. I'm very sad for you. And, of course, pray for them. Incredible, though that God's people Israel pretty much did the same thing. And they had the fear and knowledge of God. More than that, 
They were delivered from the cruel servitude in Egypt by God's loving hand and many more signs and wonders of his love that came after that. Yet the Israelites and later on Judah failed over and over again. Same thing happened after God's deliverer, Jesus, showed up on the scene to fulfill the purpose of Israel. Jesus called the disciples to follow him, which they did, but not always completely. And sometimes they went their own way, especially when they couldn't figure out what was going on and why this Jesus, whom they were following, began to run into trouble. And the same happens to us. You know it's quite a daunting task to share the good news of Jesus to children when the story of God's plan of salvation for them and everyone is so complex with deep, deep meaning. How do you talk about all these things like Israel, sin, heaven, the new earth, eternal life, condemnation for those who don't believe? How do you wrap all that in just a few hours worth of face-to-face time in a week? It's hard. You remember. By Friday, I told the kids, you know, when you're a child, when you're a kid, the first thing you learn about Jesus is he's your friend. Jesus is our friend. And sometimes VBS can seem like just a continuation of that message. You know, these VBS programs right out of the box, you know, they're all the same. You got the Ten Commandments, heroes of the Bible, Jesus goes fishing with his friends, he heals people, and so on. That's all important. But what about the man and God? You know, so complex, yet so amazing. I tried this year to explore what kind of person and God Jesus is in a deeper way without getting too confusing. And like every Sunday with you, I didn't skip over the reality of sin and its consequences. Because after all, there's no need for a Savior if there's no sin and death. We confess that we are sinful, that we have sinned by what we have done and left undone. Yeah, we haven't loved God with our whole heart and we justly deserve the consequences now and forevermore. We don't deserve the depth of the riches of God. And so what do we do? Try and be a better person? You know, when you're a Lutheran Christian, for so long, you get accustomed to the reality that our good works or our own attempts at righteousness do not make us right with God. You know, and we're comfortable being around others who believe the same thing, so we don't talk about it much. But man, during a vacation Bible school, with kids who don't have a biblical understanding of God's righteousness, most all of them will tell you You have to be a good person to make it into heaven. If that were so, that would be our mercy on ourselves. But God shows us his mercy. Remember the video game I was telling you earlier. When you fall flat on your face because you've ran past the leader, the game isn't over. The leader catches up to you. The guide finds you and continues to lead you. No matter how many times you fall flat on your face, the guide still seeks to lead you to the end of the run. That's what our God does for you and me. 
we hear this proclaimed every week. That God in His mercy has given His Son to die for you and rise for your forgiveness and everlasting life. Jesus forgives all your sins. He picks you up every time you fall and continues to lead you. He will never give up on you. The Holy Spirit will always seek you out so that He can lead you to the depth of the riches of God. Jesus has come to us to lead the way. He leads the way even when we run in another direction. He leads the way even when we fall flat on our face. He leads the way by showing us His mercy, by dying and atoning for our sin and the sins of all people. He leads us by conquering the grave and leading us out of death. So we wait for His return, following wherever He leads us, and He invites others to join us on this journey of following Jesus. That's what the church is all about. That's what Vacation Bible School is is all about. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.